And now, let's turn to Inside the City, a weekly chat with local officials, residents, and personalities providing up-to-date and relevant information about what's happening in your city of Palmer. Moderated by Mike Malewski. And good morning. Is this John Moosey, Palmer City Manager, Mike Malewski here at Bicabbage Radio. And we're ready to, to get all kinds of new information because so much is happening, in it, including the sun coming out and the snow going away. Uh, where would you like to begin, John? Yeah, so tell me about the snow going away because I don't see it. <laughs> well, if you got up real early, as I did this morning, and you walked across town... You, know, I, you would have noted that uh, your, uh, our public works department uh, people have been out and about, and they were moving snow away. They were doing the classic berm in the middle of the road and then coming down with a giant snowblower, throwing it into big trucks and carting it away. So in one sense, that, that is evidence that snow is going away. <laughs> You've seen it for your own eyes. I, I, I'm a believer. I'm, I was there. <laughs> I'm a believer because I had to cross over the berm, which was not a problem, and I have no problem with that. But also because I'm looking ahead and I'm seeing that the projection for the for the re- week, the rest of the week, is sun and temperatures that on one day will, looks like it's going to reach 41 degrees. That will continue the process of making snow go away. That will. And and when I walked by, I also cast my eyes over uh, toward toward the the library building, and noted that uh, there's still some snow on a portion of that, but it also is going away. So why don't we why don't we jump off and and say what kind of update do we have uh, about the library? Well, um, I. I... I honestly wish I had more to tell you. Um, we have honed in on finding a, uh, what we're calling a temporary library storefront, which people will be able to go to, pick up books, check out books, um, use um, a computer, computer access, that sort of thing. Um, but I don't want to announce it until we actually signed um, a lease agreement. Okay. Um, well, that makes so, sense. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm with you on that. But we're, we are close. One thing about it, though, is like um, all of us who expect everything to happen all at once, once that's done, then it's a lot of work getting the building uh, facility ready. Um, and so that might take, and we'll keep you informed, that might take another month once we have that lease signed to actually be able to provide services out of that site. Okay. But it's in town, which, um, number one, I'm thrilled with. It seems to have decent parking and a good location, and it's not in a location that um, it's going to bug anybody by having a bunch of um, library traffic. So oh, Okay. And we think it's affordable, but that's still to be negotiated. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm, you've set us up. You've set listeners, everybody up to say, okay, they'll be hanging on your announcement. Let uh, the speculation begin where it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could, how about a lottery? No, I... I, I yeah. <laughs> you know, Okay, so that's that. Uh, just a little bit more, though. I, I know one of the uh, determining factors uh, about the rest of the story beyond the interim library, of course, is the structural integrity of the present building uh, and whether it's looking like or you're getting a report of any sort that helps define what's going to happen to it. So we are uh, we're getting more information. Um, we do not have official reports. So first thing is we have... 
I'm going to be moving quickly to get um, the interior, excuse me, the roof shored up so we could safely remove all the items out. Okay. Um, We should have a report within two weeks to um, tell us exactly what happened um, to their best of their knowledge. One thing that I'm very pleased to report is they have a thing called subrogation for insurances. They look at it and say, hey, you know, if you did something wrong or did an alteration that wasn't accepted or it wasn't designed properly, built properly, then therefore we're not going to, you know, replace a, a certain amount of the damage. Oh. The facility was built properly to 1982 standards, um, and it was built correctly. Um so it's just something that happened. There was, you know, no air in design or building, um, which, you know, we have 37 years that, that it worked pretty doggone good um, until it didn't. Right. So, so that is a good thing um, for us um, in that area. Um, one of the things, though, is I referred back to, it was built, I think, in 85, um, right. the 1982 code. So one of the things for those folks who are rooting for, let's just put it back exactly the way it is. That will be the cheapest way of going. It may not, um, because we are now subject to the current, you know, 2016, 2018 building codes. Right. And those will have to be upgraded. So it may be, and we're not sure about this because in our examination, it may be just as expensive um, to put it back exactly as it is, as opposed to doing something different, um, i.e. a new building. Okay. Okay. Now, one of the uh, kind of accessory features of the library, but I, I don't want to call it an accessory so much as, as a feature that was very much used, was the access uh, to the internet uh, with the library's Wi-Fi, both within the building and in the parking lot. Are there any particular plans to provide that service in some way uh, for many of those people that had become users and dependent? We think that service is very, very important and valuable to those. Not everybody can afford this technology, and our library has always served. So in the new um, library service area, we will have uh, computer and computer access. Ah, okay. We also... And we have, you know, folks who have cars, uh, don't have Wi-Fi, and, and like you said, pull up to the library parking lot and are able to use that. We have that same service over at the depot. Ah. So you can go to the depot and do that, and also to the MTA center. So we had a grant, I think through COVID, a few years ago um, through the state that allowed us to really kind of beef that up and put that out in those public buildings. Oh, wonderful. So, right. so yeah, so um, you know, depending if you like to look at soccer fields and watch kids playing, um, that might be a good view why you're, you know. Um, right, right. Doing your taxes online. Yep, got that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for for. Uh, following through with that back in the day and and uh, announcing it so that people are clear about what they can do at the present time. I I'm I'm looking at that uh, that uh, parking lot and I know that <clears throat> as we're rolling along, maybe it's too soon to it's premature to be predicting, but that parking lot has has many uses. Um, I I know if there's going to be some construction. 
I, I guess the question is whether that that area will become available once again for some of the other users, just for parking, for example. It's it's been valuable for downtown parking, um, and I, I still owe the chamber um, an answer. They use that for um, colony days. Right. Um, we have a couple um, school buses that pick and drop off kids um, for a couple of the charter schools that we just we just draft a letter and send to schools. Say, hey, can you do another location? Right. The first question would is going to be, we got to make sure that building is is safe or removed. Um, and because um, I really don't want anybody hurt or injured. And, of course, you know, we were both kids, Mike, and um, it's like, hey, let's go check. Hey, they didn't block this off. I, I think they want us to go there right, um, right. type of um, type of stuff. We want to make sure it's protected for the public and then um, safe, um, safely when people work around it to uh, to fix, remove, repair, you know, whatever they're doing. So. I'm not sure yet. Okay, uh, I, I understand. We understand. But we are we are do asking if you do pick up your kids from a bus um, at there that we've encouraged another location being over to MTA event center for that drop off. But that will be hopefully that will be coordinated through the school district. Okay, very good. And there's also of course the local bus service because there's a little uh, bus shelter there as well. Yes. Yeah, so that um, it, it's 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 amazing. One thing happens, and it affects probably twenty other different. Right, and items. you begin to realize the centrality of that location. Right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the things you you mentioned uh, at Tuesday's council meeting, which was uh, some potentials for obtaining funding in addition to insurance money. Uh, to do a a new library, and that involved both the legislature and the Congress, as I remember. Yes. So first, um, I have reported that we had $5 million on the building. Um, Examining our insurance, we have 125% of that, which puts that up to about $6.3 million for the building. One thing to know about that, just because you have that much coverage doesn't mean that there's that much damage that the insurance company is going to pay for. Um, so we'll work through that. But the maximum is 6.3. Also for contents, um, we have a million. But with other type of insurance that we have, we have close to have 2.4 million for re, um, repair or re, repair replacement of the materials inside, like computer equipment and desks and all that, all that sort of stuff. So that is that is a better start than what we thought we were at. I think just about a week ago, um, but we have we have reached out to um, Senator um, Senator Hughes um, has contacted uh, myself and is, and is working on some funding for planning for our next step um, in front of the legislator. Um, our co- um, co-chair of House Finance, um, our Delana Johnson, is is looking for um, some construction money for that. And Senator Murkowski, which we did get money for our sewer last year directly through her efforts, um, she will be asked also to to um, assist um, on getting us some funds to do this. So with those possibilities um, and having a facility 37 years, I think this is going to be a good time for our community and my city council to decide what does the next 37 years look like? What does it look like for our kids and our grandkids and our great-grandkids, what are they going to need um, for the next 37 years 
right. for that facility. So I think you know this tragedy is leading to a good possibility and a really a good community project because we have many people who have reached out with donations, you know, fundraisers, you know, the friends of the library are front and center saying, um, let's go. Yep. And and I've attended a number of those meetings that were focused on uh, back in the last few months, uh, some improvements that were looked at in, in the area outside the library. And, and I would suspect that uh, the entire library building project will subsume that. But some of the work that was done there would, could feed into what's going to be, I, I think, an interesting design phase where you're looking at, and, and I'm thinking also of places like the Wasilla Library. When that new library was constructed, there was attention paid to outside areas as well as the interior. Um, yes, and, you know, being downtown of all the activity, um, I think that is, you know, truly going to be um, an asset to do that. And I do like the Wasilla Library. I mean, they have different, you know, s- small areas around um, it's you know it's on a very busy road, but you got trees and landscaping around where oh, yes. you yeah. can sit outside and enjoy read a book. They have like a little amphitheater there, right? All um, of that, right? You know, for the you know the latest rapper who comes out of Wasilla to <laughs> um, entertain. So, 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 so John, uh, you've done a nice job of of describing things, and and I'm looking forward to hearing more. Uh, but there was another uh, presentation at that council meeting that I think will affect people as well, and that was a presentation by DOT about the uh, about the improvements to the highway connecting finally to uh, to the interchange. Uh, maybe a quick summary for listeners who uh, did not listen into the council meeting. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, they did phase one of the Glen Highway. Now they're working on phase two for the Glen Highway, um, which will take us almost all the way to the Parks Highway. And um, essentially going from two lanes to four lanes with a divided um, barrier in between um, for safety. Um, They will have a traffic light um, um, put in at um, Outer outer Springers, um, some more safer access for residents who live around that area. It'll be a nice, I think, a really nice improvement. They are slated to begin this summer. However, they still need approval to to give them the green light to go to bid. The money is there. The plans are done. um, But, you know, with, you know, the higher level of government you go, the more steps you got to go through. And they have one more step um, to allow them to to kind of bid, um, put this out for bid. Um, then the project. So it'll probably, my guess is going to be um, late summer, um, early fall 2023, and pretty much into 2024. Okay. And my understanding also is they're working carefully to uh, make it possible to continue along the road with uh, perhaps some one-way interruptions uh, so that we won't have to uh, enjoy the beautiful views on Trunk Road. Um, yes, that is uh, that is correct. In fact, most of the times it's um, because it's going to be expanded, um, they can have two-way traffic most of the time and work on one side of the project and then flip traffic over to the new part while they work on the other part um, to match. So um, they've done that before. Um, DOT has a lot of experience. Um, I want to say City of Palmer, especially for Public Works Department, has a great um, 
relationship with um, South Central DOT. So we're looking for a successful project, and they have been very, very open to any uh, questions or concerns we bring to them. Um, many new um, considerations were changed um, to this project um, through discussion. Yep. Good. Good. Mike Malewski here at Big Cabbage Radio in Palmer, Alaska, and I'm speaking with John Moosey, who's the city of Palmer's city manager. John, um, any other topics you would like to make sure that our listeners are aware of before we finish today? Um, no, I mean, this um, the library um, is pretty much um, really now um, front and center for us. You know, we have been working, and we talked about other projects, um, but right now, those seem to be secondary um, to getting the service back to our citizens. Um, it affects many different um, people. It's just not books, it, you know. And, oh, sure. You know, we've we've yeah. heard for years, we don't need libraries anymore as they go on the Internet. You know, and, and some of us are very fortunate. We can just go online and order any book we want or go downtown, um, which we still do, um, you know, and go to the bookstore downtown and buy lots of books. But some people can't and are unfortunate, but it's access. You know, we've had, you know, people call, hey, I need that PFD form. You know, where can I get it now? And, ooh, where can I get the tax documents? Or, um, you know, right. I, 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 I think access. So. And, and I think, I think the, the role of the librarian, the knowledgeable person who can assist in, de- in pointing people in the right direction, uh, it is very helpful, as well as in this uh, digital world, the the real face to face communication that occurs, I, I I valued it over my lifetime, and I observed this uh, continuing on here. So yeah, I I wish you all well with this because it's a it's a big task. It's 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 going to I think emerge as absolutely a um, uh, all hands on board focus to to make this happen and and make it uh, successful. But thank you for your role in all of this and. Uh, we'll be back in about a month uh, to hear from you again. Um, so stay well out there. I sure will. Um, be safe and enjoy the weekend. Yep, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Inside the City, a weekly chat with local folks providing up-to-date and relevant information about what's happening in your city of Palmer. Moderated by Mike Malefsky. This program is a production of Radio Free Palmer, recorded at our studios in Palmer, Alaska. The views and opinions of moderators and guests do not necessarily represent those of Radio Free Palmer, this station, or its underwriters. If you have any comments or questions, please email manager at radiofreepalmer.org.